What charge? cried Agathon, rolling his eyes up, clinging to his crutch. What charge? His eyebrows were like tangled hazel and hawthorn and oak moss, a blown-down forest of silver trunks and boughs. His nose was like an avalanche, his eyes were like two caves. What charge? he cried, and banged his crutch. Master, for the love of God, I said. But he gave me a look and roared again, What charge? A question obscenely presumptuous, for he was the foulest man alive, by any reasonable standard. A maker of suggestions to ugly, fat old cleaning ladies. A midnight prowler in the most disgusting parts of town. The alleys of the poor. The palace gardens. Who searched out visions of undressed maidens and coupling lovers, especially old ones and lived whenever his onion patch had nothing in it but burdocks and brambles, by foraging in the garbage tubs behind houses. I have followed him for three years, though I speak of him with understandable detachment, and I know these things I'm telling you for facts. He was seated on a curb when they came to arrest him, cooling his great horny feet in the gutter, up to the ankles in the indeterminate principle. His words, not mine. I do not overprize sewage. He sometimes defended himself when children teased him. It's smooth and cool, but also smelly. Neither do I overprize kings. And he would cackle. Occasionally, people would laugh and praise him. Usually, they threw stones. Either way, he was happy. He was a fool. And I was ashamed of him. He was a troublemaker. When one of the stones they threw hit me and broke my head, he would say, Tut, tut, that's a nasty scratch. In the beginning, I used to resolve sometimes that I would murder him. But he would reason with me and twist my mind and make me believe that I ought to be proud to be seen with him. In any case, I knew that if I murdered him, I would have to go back with my mother.